Welcome to CISN Radio, a production of the Central Iowa Sports Network, your home for live local sports. This week begins our live Central Iowa High School football coverage, streaming live on YouTube all season long. This week, we've got Southeast Polk at Dowling Catholic, West Des Moines Valley at Waukee Northwest, and Indianola at Ankeny Centennial. Today, we'll hear from the coaches of those schools talking with CISN's Paul Yeager, Dar Danielson, and Blake Walker as they discuss their summer prep and readiness for the season. We'll lead off with the Southeast Polk versus Dowling matchup, followed by Valley at Waukee Northwest, and conclude with Indianola at Ankeny Centennial. Joining us now is Southeast Polk head coach Brad Zlovenich. Zlovenich, sorry about that, it's early. <laughs> but uh, um, let's first, before we look forward, let's look back, uh, won this, the title. Has it been a fun year being the, the uh, champions? Yeah, I mean, obviously, um, a lot of people work really hard to get there. Um, it, was, it was great for our program to to finally get over the hump, so to speak, um, you know, had been close many, many times. And uh, I've worked really hard to kind of get this, this program to, to an elite level status and in, in, in the biggest class in, in Iowa. And yeah, it was good, you know, but as you know, the calendar turned to 2022, you know, we haven't spent a whole lot of time talking about it or thinking about it. It's kind of been, you know, back to back to work, you know, in the off season in, in the weight room and, and trying to prepare for, for this season. Right. And, and uh, with that every year in, in, whether you win the title or not, you have to replace kids who graduate and, and fill them in. And part of building that program is, you know, you're building up to that each year with, with the new kids you bring in. And so how has that gone so far as you, you look for people to fill in those spots? Yeah. You know, it's yet to be determined, but yeah, I mean, that's really important. And that's, you know, what separates, I think the really good programs from, you know, from just the average ones is the, the quality of depth that you develop, you know, throughout their, their career, you know, and we, uh, we feel good about the processes we have in place to develop our guys athletically, you know, as they enter high school in terms of, you know, the speed development, you know, strength, uh, power, you know, those types of attributes that are that are good uh, that, that, that uh, obviously help you be a good football player. And then, you know, try and get guys. I think the other big thing is, you know, we spend a lot of time talking about, you know, our guys and where they fit, you know, and giving guys things that they can do, you know, things that they can, you know, play with confidence and, uh, you know, could be a slight position change here or there, you know, as they, um, you know, work through our program, you know, a sophomore kid playing one position, but, you know, seeing him, you know, some, some other place as, as they become a varsity player, you know, and coaches kind of finding pieces to the puzzle, so to speak, and putting guys in positions where, you know, they can be successful individually, but ultimately, you know, where can they help this football team? And so uh, that's an ongoing process. That's a year long process that, that never stops. Um, you know, and, uh, so it, it's exciting. You know, we have guys that we feel like, you know, have a chance to be, you know, good players, but they haven't done anything yet, you know? And so I think they're chomping at the bit to get their opportunity and, and, uh, you know, they've had a good off season and, you know, we'll see what, uh, what they can do. Some would say, well, it's easier on defense to put people in there than it is offense, but do you have that feeling or do you, one way or the other, is it harder to get new offensive players, like you lose a good quarterback who's been a multiple year starter and that, uh, what, how you see that? Yeah. You know, um, that's always a great place to start, you know, the, the quarterback. Um, yeah. And we lost a tremendous competitor, uh, a, a great player for us, a uh, three-year starter, as you mentioned, 
Uh, but we feel like we've got young ones coming that, that have a chance to be pretty good as well. Um, so we've, you know, worked hard to, you know, kind of get them, you know, um, ready, so to speak. And, and everything's aligned, you know, it's our, we haven't changed a whole lot of things, you know, certain tweaks here or there, but they've been in our system for, for two years. Um, three years actually, you know, counting down to eighth grade. And so uh, we don't feel like the transition will be pretty seamless and, and uh, ongoing defensively. You know, we've got some experience back in the, in the front and, and uh, looking to fill some holes in the secondary, but, you know, um, feel good about, uh, you know, the people we have back there in those positions as well. So, you know, I think it's, you look at the picture as a whole, you know, I mean, I, I don't know if there's a certain side of the ball, you know, that makes more sense in terms of, you know, who replaces who, you know, you, you got to be, um, you know, to be competitive with the schedule we play, you know, you got to be solid in all three phases. So, you know, we spend a lot of time on, on, on special teams as well. And, and so, um, yeah, we'll see. It's yet to be determined, you know, a lot of unanswered questions, uh, you know, every year you kind of say, uh, you know, as a head coach or, you know, are, are we ready to play? You know, you know, you never necessarily feel like you are, but, uh, it's time to go play and see where we're at and, and uh, learn some lessons and, you know, do some good things, do some, some bad things and, and, and move on from there. Well, and with your schedule in the league you play in, you, you know, right away. And especially with this talent team, you know, if you're ready or not, you'll, you'll find out your, uh, you know, weaknesses, you'll find out your strengths. And then these always seem to be tough physical games with maybe some big plays here and there and one play that could turn the whole thing. Is it? Yeah, no, no question. I mean, they're, you know, they're the standard in, in, in 5A football. They have been for a very long time. And and so, yeah, we'll, we'll definitely have a challenge here week one and, and uh, look forward to the opportunity to compete against the state's best. And, you know, take, take uh, you know, like I tell our guys, don't take it for granted what a great opportunity that you, you have to play in a game like this, you know, in a great environment against a really good team, a storied program, so to speak. And, you know, um, that's, you know, that's exciting, you know, and, and, uh, not every coach can tell that, you know, to their players, you know, so uh, we're, we're looking forward to the opportunity uh, against a really good team with good players. And, and so, um, yeah, we'll see what happens. Probably uh, the old cliche, it's going to take the full four quarters and maybe a little more to win a game like this, won't it? Yeah, you know, that's what we're preparing for. You know, you never know um, going into the opener and you know, they're, they're obviously a different football team with different players and, you know, potentially different scheme and different way they want to attack and do different things on both sides of the ball. And as are we, you know, and so uh, you've got a history, you know, obviously we, we played them twice last year and uh, a familiar opponent over the years, you know, within the CIML. So there's that history there, but, you know, I mean, every year is a new year, like we talked about earlier and they've got different players and, and, and we've got different players and, you know, uh, so, you kind of go in with that in the back of your mind, knowing it's you know going to come down to fundamentals and blocking and tackling and simple things, taking care of the ball. You know, I told our guys, you know, in, in the history, in, in my experience, sometimes, you know, sometimes teams lose first games instead of going and winning. You know what I mean? In terms of making mistakes and, you know, you limited with the, the scrimmage last week with the weather. So you, you just don't know getting that fast look and live special teams for the first time all year. So there's so many variables in play, you know, when you, when you talk about an opener and, and so hopefully, you know, we can do all the little things that we spent, you know, spent a lot of time working on in practice, taking care of the ball, you know, being efficient on third down offensively, getting off the field, you know, on third down defensively, you know, you get in the red area, you got to come away with points, you know, those types of things, special teams, you know, ending possessions with kicks, changing field position, you know, all those things will be big when you go into a game like this.
but the game's here and it's ready to get the season started. And, and that's what you're looking for. And uh, thanks for joining us here on the pregame coach and uh, good luck uh, to you throughout the entire season. Thanks, Dar. I appreciate it. That's head coach Brad Zelinovich of the Southeast Pole. We're here with Dowling football head coach Tom Wilson. Tom, uh, first of all, thanks for coming in and chatting with us today. Uh, coach, you're in your 17th year coaching for Dowling High School, which is unbelievable. Um, you know, you have a lot ahead of you this season, a tough schedule. I think we'll first talk about last season. Uh, you guys fell just short of the dome and lost to Southeast Polk. You also played a brutal schedule. Kind of touch on last season, what you learned and uh, what expectations you can take away from last year and apply to this year. Yeah, last year was uh, interesting to say the least. And and uh, a big thing was, you know, Jackson Smollett going down in, in week one, you know, a lot of things that we had planned for, um, we weren't able to do, but, you know, Jake English took over, Dante Cataldo also played at the quarterback position. And um, we really had to reinvent ourselves early on the run. And, you know, once we survived, you know, the schedule part of it, and then we get Jackson back, then we're kind of reinventing ourselves again, uh, back to what we originally thought we could be on the offensive side. And so, um, you know, defensively, I thought we were up and down at times. And um, it was a, it was a tough year, but yet uh, great kids um, ended up playing some really good football uh, towards the end of the year. And, you know, we had our chances in that playoff game versus Southeast Polk and didn't finish in the red zone a couple of different times. And uh, they end up winning and winning the state championship and, and deservedly so. So it was a lot of challenges, but uh, we felt like we came through it fairly well with the cards that we were dealt and, and just tried to move forward. So this is two straight years in a row that you guys have lost the eventual state champion in the playoffs. You know, ever since winning seven straight, you always came into the season and you always had that target on your back. What's it been like uh, last two years, especially you come in and, you know, you haven't been that heavy, heavy favorite. Does that change any way that these players on your team kind of outlooks uh, go into the season or has that changed any? I really don't think it's changed a bit. I mean, it's still Dowling Catholic football and um, we're going to, you know, pretty, put a pretty good product on the field. At least that's certainly what we're going to try and do. And, you know, we realize that there's some other very good teams in the area and certainly on our schedule. So we're going to have to bring our best each and every week. You talk about Jackson Smolik went down last year against Southeast Polk, comes back, leads the team. You knew what he was capable of, and I don't think there's any doubt about that. But obviously he's had a very busy summer now going to Penn State. Uh, you know, what, what do you expect from him and what's the growth been like in him at that quarterback position? It's been incredible to watch, to be honest with you. He played, you know, part of the time uh, as a sophomore. And then last year, uh, things were interrupted for him. And uh, just to see his maturity and growth uh, really throughout the last couple of years and, and after that injury and how he attacked things and um, he's done a great job of building his body. He's done a great job of, of working on his craft, but I think he's just become a more confident athlete. And, you know, I think the experiences that he's gone through have a lot to do with that. And he's, he's come out of it on a, on a good side and, and hopefully he'll have a great year. When you look at the rest of the offense, you return a couple, the line gets or a little bit back. Uh, CJ Phillip comes back. That's a big addition. Talk about, you know, I, we always think it downling. You don't rebuild, you just reload. Talk about what the offense looks like this season. 
Yeah, I wish it was that easy, uh, to be honest with you. Uh, we do have, we have uh, three offensive linemen back, uh, both tackles who are fairly highly regarded, uh, George Nahas and Kyle Rockers. Um, we also have Kate Batterton back that, that played guard for us. So we're really going to build around those guys. Um, I think you can include our tight ends on that. And, you know, we have three of them. Uh, you know, one of them, Jalen Thompson, is committed to Northern Illinois. Um, and then we have uh, our leading receiver back last year in, in Cooper Nicholson. And you mentioned CJ. So, you know, that is uh, a pretty good group for us to build around and, and uh, try to, you know, try to come up with some weapons for, for Jackson. And I guess, you know, we feel fairly good about it right now, but we haven't played a game yet. And so um, we're going to see uh, very quickly of, of what it looks like on Friday night. On the defensive side of the ball, you bring back uh, Carson Hagen. That's a big pickup. What's it mean to have that big of a tackle leader and a big defensive leader like him to come back for a senior year like this? Yeah, Carson's been great. Um, really developed his body, obviously had an excellent year wrestling after the football season and then has really committed himself uh, to to football. And and uh, he's going to be a really good player for us. Um, Ralston Rumley, another wrestler um, who was a state runner up last year. Uh, he'll also be on that defensive line. And then another one's Cody Hykus, who uh, has played varsity football for three years. And then our leading tacklers back in Joe Hughes. Um, so we feel like we have some people that we can build around there. Maybe not as much experience as, as what uh, we had on the offensive side. Um, I should mention as well, Jake Anderson, this will be his third year starting as a corner. So there is some experience there. Uh, you look toward the matchup against Southeast Polk. It's played twice last year. First game could have really gone either way with the Hail Mary there at the end and then the loss in the playoffs. Uh, you know, what do you expect out of this Southeast Polk team? Lost a lot on offense. They have the best, you know, linemen in the country, arguably. You know, what What are some things that you guys want to hit on this week when you're taking on the Rams? Well, it's going to, a lot of it's going to have to do with the line of scrimmage. And and you mentioned Proctor and, and uh, you know, I don't think it's arguably. I think he's tremendous. I'm not sure I've seen one like him in the, in the state of Iowa in all of my years. And um, we know he's going to be there, and when they need need yards, they're probably going to be running left. And and uh, and the guy running the balls, Sama, is a, a Division One athlete himself. So um, really, I think they return four of five, and they return a tight end that's played plus Sama, um, obviously a, a new quarterback uh, in Moberly, but yet you know he's he's getting attention by, by the colleges already. And, uh, you know, I think they'll, they'll have some inexperienced wide receivers, but yet um, they're going to put athletes on the field, and, and we understand that. So um, I think it comes down the line of scrimmage with them offensively and, and uh, trying to stop Sama, and, and uh, that's going to be, you know, a tough thing to do. Um, you know, I think defensively, you know, they re return most of that defensive line from a year ago. Uh, you know, one of their inside backers and outside backer uh, as well. So uh, they did lose some key pieces, no question, but they've got some guys that are still uh, on that roster that had an awful lot to do with their success a year ago. It's only week one, but what expectations do you have for this team specifically this year? Obviously, a state championship is on everybody's mind, and for Dowling, it should be. Uh, you know, what, what is, what's the expectation for this season? What are some goals that you have for the team? 
You know, really, uh, and we kind of take a, a different approach maybe than what most do. Um, you know, as you mentioned, the state championship, you know, they, they, a lot of people talk about that for us, you know, our focus needs to be on Southeast Polk. Uh, and if we're not, you can get run out of the stadium in a hurry. Um, but this team just needs to continue to, to improve. And, you know, just like most teams, um, you know, you've got to stay healthy and, you know, there's not much we can do about that, but if, you know, you're lucky enough to stay healthy and continue to develop and then play at your best at the end of the year, you give yourself a chance. And, you know, that's when you can start talking about bigger picture things. Well, coach, we look forward to seeing your Maroons all season long and we wish you the best of luck against Southeast Polk on Friday. All right. I appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, we're here with Coach Gary Swenson of Valley. Coach, uh, you're entering your 27th season with Valley. Uh, that's a long time. Uh, that's more years than I've been on this earth. But uh, you've been with Valley for a long time. Are you time. saying I'm old? No, 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 no. Not at all. Not at all. You're still chugging strong. I can tell you that. Uh, well, let's start with last season. You obviously made it to the Uni Dome, which was great. You fell short to Ankeny. Uh, hit on last season just briefly. You know what? You came away with that season. What you can take from last season and apply it to this season. Well, I mean, we were, you know, when it was all said and done, we were happy with our season. I mean, I think anytime you can get to that semifinal stage of the playoffs, you, you've had a good year. Not, it's not easy to get to that point. We were happy to get in the playoffs, and then we beat a couple good teams along the way, Ankeny Centennial and, and Pleasant Valley, to get to the semifinal and we had beaten Ankeny in week five but they were a better football team than we were at the end of the year I think just the way they were playing it would have been difficult for us to get through that last game with them uh, we had a lot of things happen in our favor in the first matchup here we hit several big plays and we knew that they weren't going to give us some of those same things that fell in our favor in, in the first game. And we just didn't have enough to overcome what was a very talented football team. So I, I think we probably achieved what we were capable of achieving a year ago. We, we won some close games, including the, the matchup with Waukee, our opener, you know, Friday night. So, you know, some years you win those close games, some years you don't. And I guess, you know, we'll just let this year play out and see what happens. We'll talk about Northwest here in a second. Let's talk about your offense. You lost a lot on offense. You lose Mason Morrow. You lose Eli Reardon. What's it been like, especially over this fall, to start replacing these guys and get these next ones up? Well, you, you fill in with, you know, the kind of that next man up mentality. But, I mean, let's face it, uh, the Reardon kid was uh, exceptional. I mean, we don't get athletes like him very often. He, we knew he would have a good year, and he far exceeded anything that we had hoped he would have. He was, I thought he was the best player in the state for a good portion of last season, and he just did things that you don't teach. He was just very capable with great size, great speed. You know, he really improved as a blocker last year. And you don't get scholarship by Notre Dame unless you're an outstanding athlete and football player. 
Mason had a great year at quarterback for us, a very resourceful player. Uh, I, I thought both those guys far exceeded anything that we had hoped for in the preseason. And we had a couple of running backs that had big play capability. And we're just scratching, trying to find people that can get even close to the production those guys had. On the defensive side, you do bring back uh, Chase Hutchinson and Mason Ray. Talk about what, especially on a team this year that didn't bring back a ton from last year, what returning juniors or sophomores or any mean coming back for their senior season here. Well, I, th I think we'll be better defensively than we were a year ago. Uh, we were, we're, we're usually a senior dominated team. It, we just are. But I think the replacements for us defensively are, are very capable. I, I think, especially early in the season, we're gonna be a much stronger defensive team than we will be on the offensive side of the ball. Whether that's strong enough and good enough to keep us in games with some of the people we have to play, that'll be the challenge. Yeah, you guys have a tough schedule. It was tough last year, it's tough this year since it's the same schedule. Um, Let's talk about Waukee Northwest. Last year, an incredible game, double overtime, 42-41. Uh, you know, what, what happens this time around, or what are you guys expecting for uh, the game on Friday here? You know, Waukee Northwest lost a lot as well. What do you expect out of tonight's game? We're not sure. I mean, that's just the fact. Your first game when you haven't seen it, anybody play, you know, because we don't have spring football and we didn't run across them in the summer at any kind of a camp or seven on seven workout, we're, we're not really sure what we're going to get. And I'm sure they're probably saying the same thing about us. This first game, you just got to go into it ready for almost anything. And then, you know, try and make the most of whatever opportunities come your way. Last year, we fell behind early. Uh, it didn't look real good at halftime, but then we hit a couple big plays in the second half and we got a little bit of momentum. But we struggled defensively in that game and we struggled all year. We had to outscore people a year ago and we had the, the weapons that could do that. That is not... That is not the way we like to play football. So I'm, I'm hoping that, you know, we can settle in on some type of complementary football between our offense and defense that will give us a chance to win. We just don't know in what format that winning is going to have to take place. So you talk about defense obviously being a big goal this season. As we hit week one, everybody expects a championship. And especially with a high-level program like you have, championships are expected you know, do you have smaller goals that you have set for this team or what do you expect the most out of this team? Well, I just think that we improve and get better. We've got a long way to go, but it is just week one. We were in the same boat a year ago saying these same things that we didn't know what to expect. And like you said, there's a lot of good teams out there. I mean, really high level teams and we play all of them. So it's not that, uh, things get any easier as we go through our schedule, but, you know, we just got to try to keep from worrying about who's next week and try to take care of what's right in front of us, which we think it'll be at best. We, we feel like we're going to be in another very close game and 
you know, in those kind of games, if you don't have people that create big plays for you, or if you can't avoid self-destructing with your own mistakes, you're, you're probably not going to be successful. Yeah. Well, we look forward to watching your team all season long. We look forward to our game or your game here against Waukee Northwest. Uh, Coach, thanks for your time and good luck this season. Thank you. Joining us now is uh, Waukee, head, uh, Waukee Northwest head coach, Corey Kopatich. And, uh, well, just a quick recap. You guys uh, got the season off going last year, a real close overtime loss, and you lost your first three. But then you got things going in the middle of the season, kept getting better and, and improving and got into the playoffs. And uh, now here we sit, and it's season number two ready to go. Does this, this feel a little bit different than it was uh, – you know, with all those first time and first things you had to talk about last year? Yeah, I think it feels a little bit different. I mean, I, last year, I think there was just so much more unknown. And obviously, just, you know, everything that went into starting a brand new program and just from, from having the basic needs from a, on a day-to-day -day basis. So, yeah, I mean, I, th I think we feel in a much better place this year after having one season under our belt. Well, regardless of what season you're in, you have every year you have you lose seniors who graduate and you have to fill those in. Uh, I know you lost some key ones on offense, some on defense too, but you, you have a lot of young guys to step up and fill in this year, don't you? Yeah, I mean, you know, going into last year, I think we only had three kids that played really any varsity football. This year, you know, we have, I think, close to 16 guys that started at least a game last year. So we have a lot more experience. Um, but yeah, we obviously have to fill in some some, some big holes from, from some of our uh, seniors that left last year as well. So what are some of the key areas you've been working on here in the preseason? Well, obviously, you know what, we'll have a new quarterback. That that's a big one. Um, you know, game one, making sure our quarterback's ready to go, and then, and then, um, you know, it's always about controlling the line of scrimmage. So we lost some, you know, a couple of good D linemen last year, and uh, um, so so developing our lines and and getting those guys up to speed. And how's everything gone thus far? It's gone good. I mean, we had a really good we had a really good off season. Um, you know, kids were really committed to the weight room, you know, getting bigger, faster, stronger. We saw some incredible gains out of a lot of our kids. We had a really good summer. I think we had a good camp, a good preseason. And, and, and now, you know, hopefully we, we end with a good week of practice as we head in, head, head into play Valley. Yeah. And the, probably the way that season developed is, you know, you always talk as a coach, we want to get better each week and you had some losses there start, but then you, you started winning and you started seeing that. And I imagine they buy into it. And then that carries over to this year too, doesn't it? Yeah, that's the idea. And again, it's just, you know, for us, it's all about taking it one game at a time and, and the type of team we want to be. And that's that we know if we if we play hard and we're tough and we play with great effort, we, we know we're going to be in good shape to win games. So that's really our that was our focus last year. I think that really helped carry us through, through the year last year and some, you know, playing some really tough opponents and a tough schedule. I think if we have that same mindset this year, I think we're going to I think we'll be OK. Yeah, speaking of tough opponents and tough schedule, not many people would want to schedule Valley as a, the season opener, but uh, did it last year and then gave them a, it was a great game and uh, you come back at it this year and it's, I mean, they're the opponent and let's talk about them and what do you see in them and your challenges? Well, again, it's, it's a lot of unknown right now. I mean, we don't know exactly what they have. They obviously lost some good players last year, but they're Valley. I mean, Valley's been one of the top programs in the state for a very, very long time. So you know, Valley's always really well coached. They always have a lot of talent. Um, you know, I know they'll be good on defense. Um, they'll have some playmakers. So, so it's really nothing new. I mean, we, we've, I've competed against Valley now for, you know, 10, 11 years, uh, ever since I've been coaching at Waukee, you know, in the Waukee district. So um, it, it's going to be the same, same Valley program. And, and I know we'll have to come ready to play or it'll be a long night.
Well, I know whether you're a player, coach, or even as broadcasters, you get out there in that first game, you're just so much excitement and so ready to get at it because it seems like, you know, you just wait through the long winter and everything. And uh, that's part of it is excitement, but getting out there and controlling those nerves and getting everybody uh, into the action, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, for sure, it's going to be a, you know, it, again, it's, it's been a long journey to get to this point, as, as I think the players would say. You know, there's been so much work that's put into it that will culminate on Friday night. But not just that, but just our, our you know, anybody that came to our games last year, our game day atmosphere, I mean, our community, just the support they showed. I mean, it's, I think it's going to be a, a massive crowd on Friday night. So it's going to be a really exciting um, environment for these kids to play in. And your goal is to get them to do the howl, huh? The wolf howl? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hopefully. Yep. Yep. All right. Well, Coach, we appreciate you joining us here on the pregame, and uh, good luck against Valley. Thank you very much. Back here on the pregame show, Paul Yeager with head coach Eric Kluver of the Indianola Indians. Coach, uh, first game, bright lights, somewhat, okay, a lot of a new team. Yeah, we're a very inexperienced football team. And um, I'm sitting in my locker room, so there's flies flying around on me. That's what I'm. Tis the season. Right That's what you're supposed to have. That's right. But uh, yeah, new team, new challenges. We we returned seven starters from uh, a quarterfinal team a year ago that we were very proud of, and uh, so there's going to be a lot of guys tonight playing for the Indians that are, are getting their first varsity experience. And I talked about this with Coach Pizzetti, same thing. Uh, kind of you gave me the idea. It's like you have to remind some of these guys it's a whole lot faster, it's a whole lot brighter, and uh, we might yell just a little bit more to help you along. Yeah, the, those same conversations are happening in Indianola as well. Uh, there'll be some sophomores playing, and I think I've said this isn't freshman football anymore, so it's going to ramp up in a hurry. You have a, a returner, though, at your quarterback position. What does that mean for you in trying to get these guys calmed and ready for tonight? Yeah, we got a lot of confidence in, uh, in Bennett. And Bennett had really a breakout game a year ago against Centennial. He was our backup quarterback. Uh, our starter got injured. Uh, Bennett comes in, goes 13 for 15 for over 200 yards and, and really had a great game. And, and we... Uh, we stuck with Bennett the rest of the year. He did a great job leading our team. He was he was our field general out there, and we got a lot of confidence in him. We just got to make sure we keep him healthy. Uh, what else is key tonight on your offense? You are having to replace a pretty good running back, one of the best in the state. Maybe a guy in this conversation would argue the best in the state. How do you how do you move forward? Yeah, three year starter and Kale Kalerik for us. Uh, not only just an outstanding player, but uh, you know, brought a lot of leadership to uh, the last few years here at Indianola. So, uh, you know, we're uh, we're gonna we're gonna miss him, but uh, we feel like we got guys that you know can step up and and run the football as well. And I think running the football is is uh, gonna be a key for us tonight. We have one starter back on offense on our offensive line, I should say. So I think that's the big question mark that we're all waiting to see how we respond and how we play uh, because we do like our passing game. We've got, uh, we got some playmakers uh, on the outside. It's just going to be the old uh, compliment, the run game and the, and the pass game. If we can't run it, then it, uh, and they're pressuring us and, and, and making Bennett uncomfortable, that's going to be a long night for us. 
on Centennial's hanging their hat on that they have a pretty good defense. And so that's really going to put you to uh, the test pretty early. So with that inexperience, but yet experience at center, I mean, you have to feel pretty good about the balance of those things. So you talk about pass first, then run. Or you might be one of those, you're just Josh and me, and you're going to go run versus pass. But you have to mix it up is what I'm yep. saying. Yeah, you're going to have to be balanced. I think any coach believes that for the most part. And and uh, I truly believe if if we can establish somewhat of a run game, that will that will open up some opportunities and some big plays for us. Defensively, who's uh, your who's your bellwether over there? Well, we, we, we lost a lot of those guys. Uh, you know, you already mentioned Kale Kalerick from a year ago, Carter Erickson, both guys uh, uh, accepted preferred walk-ons at the University of Iowa. So guys that, once again, leadership and just played at a very high level. So uh, really some new faces. Uh, we like our defensive line. We, that's where we feel like we've got the most experience. Um, we have four starters back on our defense. Micah Dewey has done a very nice job. He plays corner for us. Charlie Wilmot's a, a strong safety for us. And uh, we've moved an outside linebacker to inside Johnny Mankey. So we're expecting a big year out of Johnny to, to lead our defense. Uh, physical, athletic, how do you describe them? I would say uh, we've really tried to uh, develop our speed here, just program-wide, all sports. Uh, so I think, uh, Speed is, is going to be important for us, and that's something that I think we're able to do, just our ability to, to get to the ball and get hats to the ball, pursuing uh, with great angles. So, uh, But I also think we can be physical at times, too. Uh, we're not, we don't have 290-pounders up front, but we're 230, 240, and, and we feel like we run pretty well. Agile. Let's use that one. How about that's right. That? All right. Uh, keys tonight for you. Uh, stay healthy, run the football. A uh, lot of new guys on defense. Communication is going to be very, very important for us. Not giving up the big play. We all know what momentum does in a game. And then it's just a question if, you know, if things go south, how are we going to respond with so many inexperienced new guys out on that football field? We'll see how it unfolds in just a few yeah. minutes. Coach, I appreciate the time. Absolutely. Absolutely. I appreciate you having us on and giving us this coverage and you do a great job. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. That's uh, head coach of the Indianola Indians. Uh, that's Eric Kluber. Co-head coach Ryan Pizzetti of the Centennial Jaguars. New season. How much is this team new? You know what? We got a lot of returning starters. I believe at the end of last year, we have about 18 kids that have started one game um, throughout the course of last year. Uh, we got a nice, nice group of incoming juniors, which uh, we really like, um, but they're untested. And and when you look at that and playing in a, a quality team like Andy Nola week one, it's going to be a challenge for us, but we're looking forward to that. Coach Kluver told me earlier in the week, he's got a lot of guys in the same situation that you just mentioned, juniors now playing for the first time. I'm guessing, do you give the same speech of, hey, guys, the lights are brighter and the game is much faster than you've seen before? Oh, absolutely. When you, when you look at the schedule, especially our first four games with Indianola, Ankeny, Waukee, Cedar Falls, uh, we don't have a week off. They, they need to be ready to go right away. We had a nice scrimmage uh, last Saturday morning at Dowling uh, that really challenged us to a point versus a very quality team. And hopefully with, with that and a nice week of practice and preparation, uh, 
all the kids will be ready to go. What do you see offensively as something we're going to watch tonight? Are we going to see the the old DNA, the new DNA, or a mix? You know what? It'll be a mix. Uh, you know, with, with our schedule, I, I just mentioned the first four games, and then you go on and you, you, you I mean, every, every game is, is a tough game. I, we talked as a staff, and I think every single team that we've played or will play has one or two uh, Division One offers on their team. So, I mean, the, the quality is out there with, with talent that we're going to play. Um, you got to have balance and, and balance in the run game, balance in the pass game, make sure um, you can do that. If you don't do that, you're not going to win the big game. And, and we, we've been there before and uh, we've been a run heavy team before and, and have won games and lost games. And, and uh, we've, we've tried to be a pass heavy team in, in the past. And uh, you just have to have balance. Uh, I mean, obviously your kids around you are going to dictate that. Um, but at the end of the day, uh, balance is the key to, to, to success of any offense. Trenton Smith had action in your last regular season game. He is listed on the top of the depth chart for tonight. What are we going to see out of him? You know what? He's pretty dynamic. He, he's, he's really improved his speed over the course of the past year. Uh, what, what the work that he's put in over uh, since the end of last season, just throwing the ball, he's, he's much improved. I'm excited for him just, just, to, just to get out there. Um, not a lot of experience. So, you know, you, you think of those three games, you know, that's only three games. Um, so, I mean, it's going gonna, it's gonna to take a little bit of time to, to get comfortable and get in a groove. And, and uh, but we're, we're looking forward to it for him. Handing off the ball, Eli Porter. You know what? It's 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 going to be running back by committee. You know, Eli's had a great great preseason. Uh, Ty Morgan's a returner, and and we got several other guys that that we know are going to be on the field on Friday night. Um, it'll be by committee uh, to to a certain degree. Um, when a kid puts in the time and is a centennial football player and has has played eighth grade, ninth grade, tenth grade up up to varsity, we want to make sure they they get an opportunity to to uh, play on Friday nights. So keep your programs handy if you're watching. A absolutely. Tonight. Okay. Defensively, uh, what's the, who's the anchor? You know what? Uh, there's, there's a lot of them. Uh, three years ago, I, I want to say a handful of these guys started for us at one time or another. Brody Taggart's a, a three-year starter. Zach Inglis is a three-year starter. Boat Gerke is, is, uh, has, has played for, uh, for three years as well. Cole Greider. You, you go right on down the list of kids. I know I'm probably missing some, uh, but that the defense is, is the, the strong point of our team. I think everybody would agree with that. Um, when we beat Ankeny last year, 14-7, I mean, it, it was yeah, ball control in, in our defense. You know, we played Southeast Polk tough um, at the end of the year, and it was a credit to our defense. So our defense, when, when we, we look forward to this year, we, we know if, if we can score some points, they're going to keep us in the game. And that, that's an exciting thing. You know, it's, it's always hard to go into a game and say, hey, we're going to have to outscore these guys to win. Um, I, we feel confident about these guys. If we can stay healthy, that's the key. Uh, just, just like anybody else. But, but that, that definitely is a strong point of our team. Indianola is a new team uh, in the sense of, you know, new personnel. But what do you think uh, is key for victory tonight? Oh, we got to slow them down. Uh, last year, I, I know it's a different team, but last year they had great schemes. They they attacked our weaknesses. Um, 
they 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 really uh, moved the ball on us probably better than any any team all year did. Um, but they have a great quarterback. That's that's where their whole offense is going to be around is him and. Uh, he doesn't turn the ball over. He makes completions. He runs really well. Um, so that, that that's going to be the key. If we can slow him down and we, we can we can maintain, uh, get some three and outs in there and maintain some drives on our end, I, I, it's, it's going to be a great game. It is back to the original DNA with that type of uh, an answer on what it takes to win. <laughs> All right. Uh, head co- uh, co-head coach. Ryan Pizzetti, coach, thank you so very much for the time. Have fun. It's it's here. We're, here we go. Week one. You bet. Week one. Hey, thanks a lot for having me. Thanks for listening to CISN Radio. Join us next week as we preview with the coaches of Ankeny and Ankeny Centennial, Southeast Polk and West Des Moines Valley, and also talk with the Dowling Catholic and Waukee Northwest coaches. CISN Radio is a production of the Central Iowa Sports Network. We stream live local sports on YouTube at CISN TV. CISN Radio is produced by David Mabel, and Peter Tarpey is the executive producer. Thanks for joining us on CISN Radio.